Hello, and welcome back to the Shady Chick Podcast. My name is Jamie Lee. I am your host, and y'all are not gonna fucking believe what happened to me last week. So if you listened, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which is called Grumpy Girl, I was talking about how I'd, I had a really hard time, and I was in a really bad headspace, and I was really struggling to get myself out of this bad place, right? And on that episode, I even said, like, I filmed the day of, the day I recorded it, I filmed it because I was waiting it out, hoping that I would feel better, and I just wasn't, so I just had to get it out of the way. And I was talking about how my license got approved to do hair that morning, and so I could finally start doing hair this week, and I was determined to make this week a good week, right? I was determined to have a good time. I was going to start doing hair. It was going to be a good time, right? We were going to turn this bad mood around. I was dead set on it. And I ended the episode saying I was going to go repot my plants. So I stopped recording. I uploaded the episode. And then I went to my garage to check what I needed to repot my plants. And I really don't know what happened here because I didn't have anything in my hands that was heavy. Like I was just walking. I was simply just walking. I kind of think it might have been my slides because I have like slipped off the platform of my slides before. So maybe that is what caused this to happen to me I don't know but I stepped down into my garage twisted my ankle and completely fell on the side of my foot like I ate shit like it wasn't like I slipped a little bit like I completely fell and busted my ass and immediately I knew it was gonna be bad like it hurt really fucking bad I've hurt myself before like I've I've actually hurt my foot before in 2019 and it ended up just being like severe bruising but I did go get x-rays because I was concerned um and this hurt way more than that so I had a bad feeling and I looked at my foot and in case you've never like really injured yourself before it takes a while for bruising to start so you don't bruise up immediately but I had a like circle on my foot I was like oh god and so first things first I worried about getting up I like dragged myself back into my room and then I looked at that little dot on my foot and I was like touching it and it was hard like a bone sticking out of my foot which come to find out it was a bone sticking out of my foot (laughs) um so I knew it was bad and I called my mom and was just like hey um I need you to hurry up and leave work whenever you get off and come get me because like I need to go to the emergency room and she did not take me very seriously, right? Because like I said, in 2019, I hurt my foot and I went to the emergency room because I don't know what it is about foot pain, but it genuinely scares me. I actually, I do know what it is. You use your feet for everything. You're always on your feet. And so having long lasting foot pain and doing like really bad damage to my foot is just a fear of mine. Anytime I've hurt my foot, I'm like, I need to go see a doctor before I do anything. Like I'm not putting any weight on it I need a plan for how I'm gonna heal it like I don't want to cause more problems than I already have type of thing you know I need my feet and I need them to be in tip-top shape like I can't foot pain it just sounds like the last possible thing anybody would want right I feel like that's perfectly logical but my mom she's like not taking it seriously at all which I'm assuming is because of this 2019 incident she gets home and she's like yeah we can go. She looks at my foot. She's like, it doesn't even look swollen to me. It was, it was swollen. It was like two times the size, even though I had been elevating it. I, (laughs) the dyslexic in me wants to say levitating for some reason. Every time I say elevating, I was elevating it and I had ice on it the whole time I was waiting on her. And, um, 
it was still like three times the size of my foot normally is and she was totally gaslighting me like it doesn't even look that bad maybe you should just wait another day and I was like no we're going right now like I did not come to fuck around we're going right now and I don't like going to the doctor I feel like that should be the red flag here I hate going to the doctor. If I can avoid going to the doctor, I will at all costs. I don't like doctors. I don't fuck around with my feet though. I'm not playing with that. Like, <laughs> take me to the emergency room right fucking now. So, we go to the emergency room and she's like not taking it seriously at all. She's like, you're gonna be fine. She's ordering food for later. She's like, we're gonna stop by your grandma's house when we leave, blah, blah, blah. Like, not taking it seriously at all. Like, doesn't think that I'm seriously injured. I get in there, they do all the things, they take me into the x-ray room, right? And if you've never gotten an x-ray before, they take multiple pictures. Like, you move your body around whatever body part you're getting x-rayed, and they take, like, multiple different angles of your foot, your arm, whatever it is, right? And at this point, I, <laughs> I really knew it was bad because the x-ray technician, she took the first picture and then came over to tell me how to move my foot, and I wasn't understanding what she was saying and it was taking her forever to like explain it to me, but she would not move my foot herself. Like she would not reach out and move my foot herself. And the first time I hurt my foot when it just ended up being bad bruising and swelling, um, after the girl took the first picture, she moved my foot herself and this girl wouldn't, like she would not touch me. And I was like, oh God, immediately my heart sank. I was like, it's bad. And I could tell by her face, like I'm just very intuitive. I have strong gut instincts. As soon as I fell, before I even saw the circle on my foot, I was like, I broke my foot. I just fucking knew. And then by her face, I was like, yeah, it looks bad by the way she's looking at me right now. I feel like this is bad. I feel like this is not good. Um, so yeah, we finished the x-rays. She helps me down. She's like all nervous when I'm getting down too. And the doors at this emergency room were really weird. Like, they don't shut on their own. If you open the door, it just, like, stays open. And she tried to shut my door, but I don't know if they shut all the way. It was, like, still cracked a little bit. And I heard her giving my x-ray to the other doctor. And keep in mind, it's a Monday afternoon. I'm the only person here. <laughs> no one else is here. It's just me. And I hear them saying, like, oh, my God. She was walking. Is that what she said? She was just walking. And the other one was like, I know that sucks. Like that's such a hard place to heal. It's such a terrible place to fracture your foot, blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I don't know how I didn't know this. Well, I guess I've never broken a bone. So it makes sense that I didn't know this, but I thought a fracture was essentially like you sprained it. It's not that deep. It's not that bad. Um, come to find out a fracture <laughs> means I think don't quote me because I'm not 100% sure, but I think you can have like a clean break and a fracture is like you, you, it's not a clean break. It's like somewhere in the middle of the bone. Like it's worse than like a clean break um, from my understanding. So they're saying all of this and I can hear them fucking talking about me. <laughs> and then they, after a long time, they come back into the room and she's like, yeah, it's broken. I'm like, what? It's broken. <laughs> great like in my mind I was still like hoping it wasn't but it was um and she was saying I don't feel comfortable caring for you at this point essentially <laughs> she said I think you need to go to someone who like specializes with feet and have them make a plan for you um you might need a cast you might need a boot blah 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 she's like scaring me right I feel like I'm not doing this justice she was terrifying me. She was like, I can't help you, dude. Like, this is really bad. This is out of my control. You need to go see a specialist. Like, I don't know what they're going to want to do with you. Like, that's more so how she was talking to me. And I was just like, okay, damn, like, it's that bad. 
And I asked her, I was like, do you think I'm going to need surgery? Like she was making it sound so fucking horrible and serious. And it was scaring me even more. And, um, she's like, no, I don't think you're going to need surgery. I just don't know if you're going to need a cast or a boot, blah, blah, blah. So she gives me a CD of my, um, x-ray and a referral to somewhere else and tells me not to put any weight on my foot. And I go back in the waiting room and I'm fucking hype. I can't wait to tell my mom that I broke it, fractured it. And it was serious. And I hope she feels bad for gaslighting me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that night, um, I could not sleep because the splint, like you can't really take it off your foot. You can, but I wasn't supposed to. So I didn't. And so your foot is like curved, like how it is when you're standing up, like you can't like flatten your foot out. And I am a stomach sleeper, which is why this is an important factor for me. I can't, I've never, ever, ever fallen asleep on my back ever in my life. I can't sleep on my back. It's absolutely not going to happen. Um, and sleeping on my sides, I can sometimes fall asleep on my sides. It's a lot harder for me to, but I always wake up in the middle of the night because my hips hurt or my knees hurt. Like, sleeping on my sides is just very uncomfortable for me. And so I was struggling. I was struggling so bad, and I could not sleep. And so all night, I was just, like, on TikTok and on YouTube looking up videos, like, how to walk with a broken foot. Like, I was sad at this point. I'm like, damn, like, I'm fucked. This is going to be, like, a long recovery how the hell am I going to sleep? Like, I already have really bad sleeping problems. I'm a really shit sleeper already. And I was like, damn, I'm literally not going to sleep all month. Like, that's just, that. this is about to be my life. Um, yeah, I was in a dark place that night. <laughs> I was not doing well that night. Um, the next day rolls around, though, and I call this specialist that she referred me to. And the girl's basically like, yeah, um, we don't have any appointments today. And I was like, okay, great. Well, I really need to get in. She's like, I know. So this is what I would recommend. Go to this location because they had like multiple because it's technically an emergency room. So they have to try to take walk-ins. Go before five o'clock. Like they should be able to get you in. So I did that and they did get me in. That girl was clutch as fuck. Thank God for her. And it was so nice talking to her because at the first emergency room, the girl that was at the front desk was such a fucking bitch. She was so mean. And, like, I'm in there, like, trying not to freak out, trying to be calm when I know, like, deep down inside that, like, this is bad. And she was just such a royal fucking cunt that it was not helping. <laughs> it was not helping at all. And so talking to this girl on the phone the next day made me feel so much better because she was so kind. She sounded like a sweet old lady. I love old women. I love old people in general when they're, like, nice they're the best. They're the sweetest, most comforting energy. Anyways, she gives me that advice. I go in and um, this place made me feel significantly better. The people there were so nice, which I was so thankful for because I looked it up and they had terrible reviews, like two-star reviews. And I was like, great, this is going to be fucking hell. But it was great, honestly. I don't know why they have such bad reviews. Every single person there that I had to talk to was so sweet to me and so kind to me. And, um, I get back there, the doctor comes in and he says, what happened? <laughs> and I tell him and he asked me what the ER said. And I said, you know, they made it seem like it was serious and it was going to be really bad. And they were talking about how it's a really hard bone to heal all of this. And he just kind of looked at me like it irritated him that they would like say that to me. He was like, it's not that bad. Like, it's not horrible. You're not going to need surgery or anything major. And he said, I actually don't want to put you in a cast either. 
and he was telling me that movement is really good for your foot, which I had actually figured out when I was doom scrolling TikTok the night before. I came across a couple videos of like skateboarders saying that they shattered their ankle and they were back skateboarding in a month because they just moved their foot the best they could and like kept the movement going and he like confirmed that for me because he was like it's best to move your foot that's going to help it heal faster um so make sure you're moving your foot the best you can I'm going to put you in a boot so you can properly ice your foot and you can take it off and get that movement you can shower easier blah 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 And then he tells me I'm going to have to come back in two weeks and have like a specialist specialist take another x-ray and look at it and have him decide what I should do from there. Like if I can put weight on it, what the healing process is going to look like for me, blah, blah, blah. He clears me to work. He says that it's fine if I work to just try not to walk as much as possible, like to stand or sit as much as I can during the day. And I go on about my life. They put actually though when they put the boot on, it hurt. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I was just so happy. That was best case scenario for me because I did not want to cast. I did not want to cast. I thought a cast would be so uncomfortable. And the only thing that was making my foot feel better was icing it. And I felt like a cast would be such a thick layer between my foot and the ice that it wouldn't have the same effect. I was like really stressed out about having a cast. I'm also just a very claustrophobic person. So when something is like stuck on me, it makes me kind of panicky. Like, I just think a cast would have made me very panicky. Like, I just don't like stuff like that. I'm really weird about things on my body. I know that that doesn't sound like it makes sense, but, like, sometimes wearing a hoodie will overwhelm me and, like, make me kind of panic because I'll feel like it's suffocating me. Like, if I'm laying down and it's, like, moving around on my body weird, I don't know. I'm not doing a good job at explaining this, but things can make me feel very claustrophobic and crazy. Um, So I'm very thankful that I didn't have to get a cast. Also, the wind is blowing a lot. So if you can hear that, I'm sorry. Nothing crazy is happening. It's just the wind. Um, Anyways, so I was happy with the boot outcome, but I wasn't expecting it to hurt. And it did. It hurt so bad, y'all. She put it on and I put my leg like over the seat to like go to stand up. And I was like, oh my fucking God. It felt like she put a 30 pound weight on my fucking foot. It hurt so bad it hurt so bad I remember in the car on the way home I was sitting there like trying not to cry because it was so heavy it was so heavy it hurt so fucking bad that first day um I was miserable but then also I didn't even mention this um I had crutches from my 2019 incident so I was using those and crutches fucking hurt y'all they fucking hurt that's why in 2019 I really wanted to get an x-ray ASAP no rocky because If it was just bad bruising, I was going to start walking immediately. Like, I can't do crutches. And if you have never been on crutches, you're fucking lucky because I'm not kidding. They fucking hurt. They hurt so bad. Still, right now, I have bruises like on the side of my boobs, under my armpits, my fucking hands. Don't even get me started on my fucking hands. They hurt so bad. I hate crutches. And so those first two days, I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was just laying in bed, which I fucking hate doing. I hate doing it. Laying down is super uncomfortable for me. I know so many people are going to disagree with that, but, like, unless I'm on my stomach, laying down is not comfortable. And people actually, if you know me, you know, people make fun of me all the time because my car, the seat, my driver's seat is straight up. Like, it's not leaning in the slightest. It is straight up because leaning back slightly on my back is uncomfortable to me like it makes my back hurt I don't understand how people sit like that 
I can't. It hurts so bad. So at this point, for two days, I have been like leaning back in bed and I'm so uncomfortable. Like I'm so sick of laying down in bed, but I don't want to walk like unless I absolutely have to because the crutches hurt so bad. And I tell them like, I need a scooter. And so I was talking to them and they're like, we don't have scooters, blah, blah, blah. And I found this thing. It's called an I walk. I walk. You can look it up if you don't know what it is. It's actually pretty interesting, but it's like, it kind of looks like a peg leg, like that you would expect on a pirate. It has a little like spot that holds your leg the same way a scooter would. So your leg would be bent and sitting on a platform, but then it gives you like a little peg leg to walk around. And everyone was saying it was so much better than a scooter. They were so much more mobile. And again, when I was doom scrolling is how I found out about the iWalk and I saw people working out with this thing on, like doing full workout sets, jumping on shit with this thing on. And I was like, oh, I'm getting that. I'm so getting that. Um, It's expensive. (laughs) It's really expensive. I looked up the price and I was like, okay. Um, But I found some on Facebook Marketplace and I was messaging people trying to get my hands on one and they weren't being so shitty at responding. They would not fucking reply to me. And so third day, day three. So this was Wednesday. Me and my mom are like, we're going to find something. We have to find something that I can use because I can't live like this. Like, I don't even want to get up to go to the bathroom. I was so dehydrated too because I was trying not to drink anything because I didn't want to have to get up to go to the bathroom because the crutches hurt so fucking bad. Like, that's how bad it was. I was so dehydrated. And if you don't know, I drink a lot of water. I drink at least a gallon of water a day, every day. So when I don't drink any water, it's felt in my body. Like... It was horrible. It was absolutely awful. But on Wednesday, me and my mom go to all of these like medical supply stores trying to find this eye walk. Can't find it fucking anywhere. Like nobody has it. So I have to get a scooter because I told my boss like I'm coming back to work on Thursday and I wanted to come back to work. I know some people don't want to, but I could not spend another day sitting in that bed. I needed to talk to people. (laughs) I needed to leave my fucking house. I was already feeling like I was going stir crazy the week before, which if you listen to the Grumpy Girl podcast, you know, I was already unwell. And so thinking about spending another week in bed, no, like I need to leave my house. I have to leave my house. Like it wasn't an option. So I got a scooter. It was also expensive as fuck. Um, These things are not cheap. I'm shocked. I think my insurance will pay for it though. I have to see about that. Um, It was $300 though. Yeah. So worth it. Worth every penny. I would do it all over again though. Like the scooter has made my life significantly better because I don't have to sit in bed all day. Like I can come sit at my desk or I can go sit on the couch. Like I can go sit somewhere else. Laying in bed was driving me crazy. And also it makes it easier for me to do things like go to the bathroom. Like I'm finally drinking enough fluids again. I best $300 I ever spent and that's the thing I'm already gonna have a really hard time so anything I can do to make my life easier I'm going to do all right we're spending the $300 on the stupid fucking scooter we are I need it I can't use the crutches and I'm not kidding I haven't since I got the scooter I haven't used the crutches at all because I do not want to they fucking hurt that's the thing like I'm so bruised up and was in so much pain And I was, I barely used the crutches. I only used them when I went to those doctor's appointments. That was it. And I wish I could show you, like, I wish you could understand how little movement that was for me because 
I just left my room through the garage and got in the car. That's only a couple of steps. Got into the, like, doctor's office, a couple of steps. Like, it wasn't like I was walking a bunch. And I was bruised the fuck up from these damn crutches. Hate them. If you've ever been on crutches, you know. It's just miserable. It's awful. Also, I forgot to mention this, but Monday is my everything shower day. If you're a girl, you know what that means. If you're a boy, it basically means... It's the shower where I do everything, shave the whole body, wash every crevice, do the face mask. I just hit the microphone, um, <laughs> wash my hair. I only wash my hair once a week. And because I was going to be outside in the dirt repotting plants, I didn't take a shower that morning. I was going to take a shower that evening. And obviously we know what happened. I broke my fucking foot. I did not get to take a shower. So on Tuesday... I was dying to shower, like my hair's dirty as fuck, I felt dirty as fuck, like I need to take a shower, right? That was traumatizing. It was so traumatizing trying to take a shower. That first shower um, was a low, it was a low point for me. I did have a breakdown after that shower. Like I crawled out of the shower and cried on the bathroom floor. (laughs) not one of my best moments it was horrible it was horrible and it was like um a really hard realization for me because in my mind I was like damn this is gonna be my life for a long like this is a my bone is fucking broken like this isn't gonna heal overnight this is gonna be my life for a long time like how the fuck am I gonna do this that was so hard I was like slipping and sliding all over the place I was super unstable unstable unbalanced English is hard for me today. I don't know. I was very unbalanced and I was sliding everywhere. And I'm, I don't know, like something about having such a serious injury from walking with nothing in my hands. Like I just don't trust myself right now. Like I'm having, that's been a big problem I've been having too is like, I don't trust my body and I feel really unbalanced all the time. Like I'm always scared I'm going to fall and like hurt myself even more. And the shower was just like, making all those fears come to life like it was life or death it was it was horrible it was so bad I was sliding everywhere it was so it was not good and I was so terrified and I yeah that was just not good that was not good that was not a good time for me and it did cause me to have a full-blown mental breakdown and I was like damn this is gonna be my life like that that was my feeling I was like this this is it for me like this is what every day is gonna be like for me now like I'm so fucked I'm so royally fucked I it was a low point for me, okay? It was a really low point for me, but why did I bring that up? <laughs> I think I just brought that up to say things have gotten better. The shower situation has been resolved, but it's weird though because I'm still, I, that's how I know that that moment traumatized me. I'm still scared to take showers. Like every single day when I go to take a shower, I'm like nervous. Like I have to turn on music and like blare music because I'm scared and I can't be alone with my thoughts. I got a little shower seat though and it has handlebars and like it's fine I'm gonna be fine I know that but I don't know that you know like my anxiety is like peaked in the shower and so that really sucks because I normally love my morning showers like showering is normally like one of my favorite parts of the day and now it's the most dreaded part of the day (laughs) and also I've been having to shower at night which I don't like to do I'm a morning shower person I used to be a night shower person when I was younger because I had to share a bathroom with four people, so I didn't really have a choice. But as an adult, like, that's just my favorite way to start my day is, like, taking care of myself and, like, showering and, like, taking the time to 
just pamper myself in the morning and have like a good shower time, a good getting ready time. Like I love that time of the morning and I feel like I need it to have a good day. But I'm just like, I can't be rushed, you know, because I have to go to work, obviously. So I've been taking showers at night because it's scary and traumatizing. And the last thing I want to feel like is like I'm being rushed to shower. Um, So we've been taking night showers. They've been rough. They've been really rough. Like, it's fine. It really is fine. I'm fine. I have a seat. Like, I'm going to be fine. But I'm just like so traumatized from that first experience that I am like terrified every time I get in the shower. It's scary to me. Like, my I'm like shaking. Like, my anxiety is so bad. And so I'm hoping that eventually I overcome that and the shower can be a fun place for me again because it really sucks. Like, I don't know. I know that that's weird, but I love my shower time. It's like my favorite time of the day. And so the fact that it's like the most dreadful time of the day right now is hard on me. Another big thing is I've been having to wear my hair straight. That's weirdly hard on me. I know that that's such a first world problem, like get over it. But I don't know. It's like I get this weird, almost like similar to body dysmorphia kind of feeling when I have straight hair because I used to straighten my hair all the time when I was younger and I went through this whole thing and I embraced the way I look naturally. I stopped wearing makeup. I used to wear makeup and straighten my hair every single day. I stopped wearing makeup and I started embracing my curly natural hair and now I love my curly hair and I feel like myself with my curly hair. I think that's the thing. I was like fully embodying who I was naturally and I love that bitch now. So I don't straighten my hair. Like I had to go in my old childhood bathroom and find my old hair straightener. It's the wet to straight. If you're a girl, you know, when I was in like sixth grade, the wet to straights, like if you didn't have a wet to straight, you were a fucking loser. Like that was the best hair straightener to have. And that's what I'm using right now. Um, But yeah, I don't know. There's something weird. Like seeing myself with straight hair is just weird. I I don't know how to explain it. It just makes me feel ugly, I guess. Like I don't feel like I look like myself and it just makes me feel really weird. I don't know. And I also, I have bangs and I've been loving my bangs, but I hate them with my straight hair. I feel like I look like, what's that thing people always say? Lord Farquaad? Is that his name? I feel like I look like that with straight hair and bangs. So that's been like not fun either to deal with. I don't know. Oh my God, that fly was so loud. Jesus. Anyways, I'm trying to like wrap up the foot stuff. Um, by Friday, the foot pain wasn't as bad because you're, the heel of my foot can kind of like slip up in the boot and I have to like push it back down like to try to keep my foot straight. And doing that was really, really fucking painful. I hated every minute of it. And by Friday, like now I'm doing that and it really doesn't hurt. My foot's not hurting as bad. Um, this morning, it actually did hurt really bad. I don't know why. I think maybe I hit it on something really hard when I was sleeping. Or maybe my dog like laid on my foot and I just didn't realize it. But I do remember waking up at like 5 a.m. and my foot like hurting. And so I moved and elevated it. Not levitate. Elevated it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it did hurt this morning weirdly. But it's fine now. It's not hurting me now. I must have done something in my sleep and I just don't remember. And that's another big thing. The boot is really helpful Like, I remember coming home from the second doctor when I had gotten the boot. I was, like, hopping up into my house, and I hit my foot, like, 
against the stairs and it was pretty loud but I didn't feel it at all because of the boot and that's when I was like damn this thing's really protecting my foot like I did not feel that at all um so I feel a little more free and a little less worried with my boot and that has made sleeping a lot easier and I have still been sleeping on my stomach I've just been like putting a pillow at the end of my bed and propping my foot up on it and hoping for the best and sleeping on my stomach because I just I can't like that's the only way I can sleep I cannot sleep any other way I can't I can't do it um and yesterday I worked yesterday I worked Friday and Saturday I ended up not having to work on Thursday even though I really wanted to but I worked Friday and Saturday and Saturday I did hair all day we're gonna talk about that but um when I came home Saturday my body hurt it's so funny because my broken foot is starting to feel a lot better. It's not hurting as much. It's huge and black and scary looking, but it doesn't really hurt as bad. But now like the rest of my body hurts, like my fucking hands hurt. And I'm realizing it's because I have a death grip on everything all the time because I'm so scared of falling and I don't trust myself. And I'm having to like support myself with my hands more than usual, obviously. So my hands hurt really fucking bad. If I had to describe the feeling, it's like if you tear something in your body, like if you like tear a muscle, that's how my hands feel. I feel like I've torn the palm of my hand and anytime I set them on anything, like they hurt, they feel bruised and that's how my entire body feels. Like my leg that I broke, my left leg that I've had propped up on the scooter, my quads hurt for some reason from like leaning against the scooter. I don't know, like the side of my leg and the side of my quad hurts and my arms hurt, my arms are really swollen, like, it's, it's just funny, because I have a broken foot, but that's not even what's causing me the most pain right now, like, the rest of my body is hurting from trying to support me, um, and it really just goes to show how much work my fucking foot does for me, like, the rest of my body is not keeping up with the amount of work that one foot did for me, well, at all, at all, (laughs) it's not having a good time, it's not adjusting properly, but I don't know, I'm in much better spirits. The first day was really hard and I'm feeling a lot better now. And I also feel like I kind of manifested this. (laughs) I know that sounds like every time I say that to somebody, they act like it sounds very harsh. And I know that it might to some people, but it's actually the one thing that has helped me be positive in this whole experience. Um, I had a mediumship session with the medium that me and my grandmother go to like a month and a half ago and she was telling me that I was doing too much, was burning the candle at both ends, that I needed to slow down, that I needed to be gentle with myself, that I needed to prioritize self-care, all of these things, right? And they weren't really clicking for me at the time and I found, and if you ever go to a medium or do anything spiritual like that, always record it, first of all, always record it on your voice memos, most of them don't care, just say, like, hey, can I record this, and they'll let you, um, but also, like, even if what they're saying doesn't resonate, have that recording to, like, look back on and think about, because sometimes it does come to light later on, I found that everything that Amanda has told me, that I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, like, later on has really shown itself in my life, um, And this is definitely one of those moments because she was telling me to slow down. And in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I feel like I've been in such a limbo period of my life. And, you know, like I've talked about this on the pod. I've had two jobs my whole life. I don't right now. I've worked hella hours my whole life. I'm not right now. Like, I feel like 
my life is so slow right now. I normally have like 8 billion friend groups. I don't have any right now. Like I'm spending so much time being slow. What do you mean I need to slow down? Like it kind of irritated me when she said that because I'm like, I'm not trying to slow down. I'm trying to speed up. Like I'm sick of doing nothing. What do you mean? I'm burning the candle at both ends. Fuck the whole candle. Like I want to do things. I can't keep living like this. Like I want to do things. Um, and I just remember thinking like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about whenever she was saying that. And then, um, I don't know if you guys remember, but in my 75 hard episode, I was harping on the fact that I'm so lucky to be able-bodied and to be able to get around easily and that I really wanted to get into fitness again and start taking care of myself again and my body because my body does so much for me and I want to do stuff for it back and I feel like fitness was me bringing that moral and mentality to life and embodying it in the physical realm if that makes sense um, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I mean, I should have, like, it is what I think, but I really, I feel like I manifested this with that comment. And if you guys remember on my crazy coworker episode, I was talking about how my old boss, which I think I called her Mary, if I'm not mistaken, how she was a horrible person. And I hope that the business went under Tell me why right after I uploaded that podcast episode, she announced that the business was going under and they were closing. Like, I don't know. Oh, and I forgot to even mention this, but I got a tarot reading done. And they were talking in that reading about how I'm really good at manifesting things, which is true. If you've watched my manifestation, can I speak English? My manifestation episode, you know, like I've manifested some pretty crazy things in my life. Um... So yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like um, I manifested this broken foot into my life and I feel like it's here to teach me a lesson and that loud car or whatever the fuck that was revving in the background makes me so angry. <laughs> if you know me, you know, number one pet peeve, people with loud vehicles. Like, can you just shut the fuck up? No one thinks you're cool. No one thinks you're cool. Anyways, <laughs> I'll stop ranting now. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like I manifested this and I, I know some people really hate when people tell them everything happens for a reason and blah, blah, blah. Like some people really don't resonate with that and it pisses them off, but I just feel so the opposite. Like I can't think that, I can't think any other way. I just, I have to be optimistic and I have to think that things are happening for me and not to me. Like I, I, I can't, I can't feel any differently, right? I can't be that negative I can't get to a negative place where I think any differently like I have to be optimistic I have to and I don't know I, th I think I manifested this and I think that it's supposed to happen to me I think that I need to take better care of myself and I need to slow down and it's so funny too because every single person that I told I broke my foot to the first thing they said was oh sounds like a sign you need to slow down and like why would everyone say that you know like, I get it that it makes sense, but, like, for every single person to say that, not everyone is spiritual, not everyone believes in signs, but everybody I fucking told said that. Like, thank you, spirit guides. I hear you loud and clear. You want me to slow down. Got it. Jesus Christ. I don't want to slow down, but I guess. I guess we will, if you fucking insist. Um, <laughs> I sound like a child, like an angry child. That's how I feel. Like, my inner child is angry. I'm annoyed. Um... But yeah, I don't know. I just, 
I feel like I manifested this and I feel like it's supposed to happen to me and it's also making me realize that like everything that I've been putting off doing is really not that hard what's hard is existing in bad health like all the little things that I want to do that I love to do like I love to run and I love to lift weights I love all of those things but I've been putting them off for such a long time and they're really not that hard to do what's hard to do is to get around without using one of your feet that's really fucking hard every single thing I do right now is a challenge and it takes a lot of effort you know so I don't know, I, I do think that it's supposed to humble me a little bit, like my life really isn't that hard and I need to be more grateful for it. And I know I do. I've been super pessimistic and I've been in a bad mood and that's the thing too. I was embodying such negative bad energy for like a couple weeks, like I was just feeling really down and I couldn't pull myself out of it and so yeah, that negative energy really got to me, it really got to me. And Mercury Retrograde is clearly fucking kicking my ass right now. Like, holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Just kidding. I literally know what I did. Um, and it's fine. We're going to make the best of it. I'm going to do the best that I can. That's all that I can do. I'm not going to sit around and be negative anymore and be mad anymore. This happened for me, not to me this happened for me right right anyways moving past the foot drama i want to talk about hair because i did get to do hair um we didn't have time to do anything on friday but i asked to come in saturday to just like fully work on hair stuff and tiffany delivered she taught me how to do all over color she explained it for like literally this is the thing that i love about tiffany is she really is not a micromanager and she's very like hands-off like she's gonna let you learn and make your own mistakes and whatever and I appreciate that because it actually is really helpful to me I don't like to be micromanaged and I don't do well in situations like that so she explained it to me real quick um showed me how to do it and then gave me a blonde mannequin head and told me to do a brown all over color that way you could really see where I had made mistakes and it took me an hour and a half, which is so shocking because I used to dye my own hair all the time, obviously, and it never took me that long. But I was doing it the proper way, the somebody's coming to you and spending a bunch of money to get their hair done way. Um, so it took me a long time. And after I finished and I washed the mannequin's hair, I noticed that... I was so worried about the ends absorbing the color because that's always been a problem I've had with my own hair and like just as I was doing it I felt like the ends weren't taking the color as well and because of that I didn't show like the middle of the hair enough attention like you do the root first and then you do the rest of the hair so the root was good the ends were good but the middle of the hair was a little bit streaky not bad but just a little bit and you know Tiffany confirmed that but she also said <laughs> this was so funny she said that there wasn't any cheetah spots which is what she calls it I guess um which is hilarious because apparently a lot of the time when you first do it you have a lot of cheetah spots for like places that you've missed um and she said that I didn't have any that I just wasn't using enough product and um I completely agreed so then she was like do you want to do it again or do you want to be done for the day and I was like bitch I want to do it again what do you even mean let's go so then we did red on top of the brown and y'all the red turned out so perfect. Not only did it turn out perfect, but I was able to cut my time down 30 minutes. So it only took me an hour to do the red hair and it was fucking perfect. Like 
when Tiffany came to look at it, she was literally like, I don't have any criticism because she walked over and I was like, I don't know with this one because with the brown, I told her that I was like, I don't think I focused on the middle of enough. I don't think I used enough color, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I totally agree. That's the only issue here, which I appreciate that she like, let me figure that out on my own and come to that conclusion and then gave me the criticism on it. Like, I don't know. I just think that's a good thing to learn because she's teaching me subconsciously how to see my own mistakes. You know, at least that's how I feel. Um, but she came over for the red one and I was like, Tiffany, I honestly don't know if I did anything wrong. Like, I need you to tell me, like, look at it. And she just said, no, like, it's literally perfect. Like, you did so good. And you cut your time down by 30 minutes. That's pretty crazy. Like, that's a big, that's a large chunk of time. Um, so I was very happy with the way the red turned out, but it made me sad because red is such a hard color to photograph because I took pictures of the mannequin. Obviously I want to remember. Um, and it just did not, the camera didn't do it justice. Like it looked so good in person, but like you can't really tell on camera with red, which I know. And I knew that because I had red hair. Red is actually the first color I ever dyed my hair. And that was the funny thing too. Whenever I was doing the red on the mannequin, it smelled exactly like the red hair dye I used to dye my hair with. It's crazy how smells are so nostalgic for some reason. Like when you smell something and it smells like your childhood or like an old memory, it's the biggest wave of nostalgia. Like, I don't, I don't know why that is. I just feel like scents hit different and it definitely did. I was just like, damn, this is bringing me back. But the red hair, I was really proud of. It turned out so fucking good. And I'm just feeling really good because I really enjoyed it. And it made me realize, I kind of have always knew, known this about myself, but I really enjoy like tedious tasks like that, where you're just like trying to get like every little crevice of the hair because I feel like it's so mindless when you're doing the same thing over and over again. Like you can sit there and think, you can have a conversation, like there's so much you can do when you're doing something that's like tedious and kind of mindless like that. I don't know, like I was just in the zone while I was doing it and I wasn't thinking and I love stuff like that. Like it's really cool to me to think that I'll have a job where the time will just fly by because I'll be like so in the zone, you know? Because I've definitely had the opposite. I've definitely had jobs where every single minute of it was dreaded torture for me and I I feel like it just really confirmed that like hair is a good thing for me to go into because the way the day flew by yesterday I was just like so zoned out and into it and I felt so cute coming home too because I got like dye all over me and I was like I'm like a little artist or whatever like <laughs> I'm a head ass actually but yeah it was really really fun and now um, I'm just so excited to do hair. Like, I don't even want to watch Titus anymore. I just want to do hair. Unrealistic, I know. But according to Tiffany, she said in three months I should be, like, fully taking on clients, like, doing my own thing. So I'm excited for that. And um, after the red, she was like, I think you're ready to do all over color on, like, a real person. And everyone there was telling me it's a lot easier to do it on a real person than a mannequin, which I fully believe because my back hurt so fucking bad <laughs> trying to like move that mannequin around I think it's worse too because obviously my leg's broken so I'm hard to move around as well <laughs> like not only is the mannequin hard to move but I'm hard to move so that was a little bit of a struggle and I definitely think it'll be easier on a real person because everyone I know that does hair tells me that like it's hard to do it on mannequins um and I didn't really get that at first but now that I've done it on mannequins I do kind of understand already I feel like but I'm just really excited. I'm so excited to do hair, you guys. 
I'm so excited. And they were literally telling me yesterday, like, pick what booth you're going to have. Which booth do you want? I'm like, stop. I already get my own booth. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm so excited. I just really, really love all the girls that I work with, too. Like, I'm obsessed with them. And I think that makes such a big difference. Like, the biggest thing, the most important thing to me is how wonderful Tiffany is because having a bad boss there's nothing worse than having like shitty management or a shitty boss i couldn't think of a more lovely person to work for than tiffany like she's so not a micromanager she's not crazy she's not over the top i know she's always going to have my back and that is just so important in a workplace it makes a world of a difference like i feel like i could put up with shitty coworkers if i had an amazing boss like that's a trade-off I'm willing to make, but thankfully in this situation, I genuinely feel like I have both. I have such an amazing boss, and I work with the most lovely ladies. Like, I love all of them. I love all of them, and I love being around them. Like, that's the thing. When I hurt my foot, I wasn't like, oh, work is so hard. Let me take the week off. I was like, I miss them. I want to go back to work. I want to talk to them. I don't want to be here. Like, I miss my girls. Um, so, I don't know y'all that's just lovely to me I just love it I'm so excited about it it's so much fun I love being at the salon and I literally can't wait and I can't believe I didn't think of this sooner obviously it's whatever it is what it is we're not stressing about the past but I just feel like this is going to be such a good road for me to go down and I can't believe that I never realized that until now like it just seems so perfect for me how did I not notice that oh well because I notice it now and that's all that matters and before I forget I also do just want to give a little shout out to Jordan I love them so much they sent me a package and it has so many goodies inside like so much shit inside of it and it was just so sweet of them like I actually cried when I opened it yesterday because yesterday was an amazing day it was a high high at work but I don't know what it was about yesterday when I came home my body was exhausted like I was just so tired and I'm home like alone everyone is out of town right now like all my family is out of town I don't have anyone to help me so it's not like I get to get off work and like kind of relax and somebody can help me and bring me stuff if I need it like I have to pull myself upstairs and it's hard like it's hard work getting upstairs is really hard right now so I like my body's just exhausted from working and from being on all the time and having to do everything all the time like I'm watching my mom's dog right now and like her cat like I have so many animals to take care of and like so much shit I have to do like I really can't just sit down here and like starve to death even if I wanted to because I'm like taking care of animals and I don't know I was just exhausted yesterday like my body felt like a giant bruise that's the best way to explain it everything on my body felt like a bruise and like it was five times bigger than it should be like I just felt swollen and horrible and I got the sweetest package from Jordan and it was so much like cute shit they sent me like picture frames the sweetest letter ever clothes like stress reliever bomb face masks um a really really cute necklace like so much amazing stuff I love Jordan so much I feel so lucky that I've had them as a best friend my entire life. Like, it's just crazy. Not my entire life, but since middle school. So, basically, like, over a decade of friendship with them. And they even said this in their letter, but, like, they moved all the way to Colorado and we're still close. And I just love them so much. And I'm so grateful. 
I'm very grateful. They just always have my back. They always make me feel better. And I'm just really grateful. That package, like, actually made me cry yesterday. I'm not kidding. I cried while I was opening it. It's just so sweet and such good timing because yesterday was, like, not the best. It was a great day, but, like, how I was feeling-wise, I wasn't feeling the best after I got home. I was having so much fun at work doing hair, smiling, happy the whole time. But when I got home, I was, like, in pain and exhausted. So, <sighs> that package was really nice. Anyways, I am going to go relax and be gentle and slow down, I guess, since I have to. <laughs> since I have no choice um be thinking about me this week I need all the good thoughts prayers vibes everything send me all the good energy I appreciate it and I really need it um I love you guys so much thank you for tuning in and listening to me bitch about my foot <laughs> I know it probably wasn't the best episode ever but how crazy how crazy like, listening to last week's episode to the, to what happened right after that, just insane, insane. I can't, I still, like, can't believe that that happened. Like, it doesn't feel real to me, but it, it, it also does because everything's hard to do right now. <laughs> everything's a struggle. But anyways, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Be thinking about me, and I will see you all next week. Mm -hmm.